0: hi guys you are listening to the 20s podcast with me Aisha Williams and today we have a special guest it's my mate Taylor Ward we're gonna get all the juicy info about what it's like being an influencer and having loads of followers and everything that comes with it so I'm super excited to share this with you all guys here is ep 11 Taylor, what is one thing you want to do and one thing you want to see in your 20s?
1: One thing I want to do in my 20s. So I've always been really passionate about fashion, which is Mm. actually how I got into influencing in the first place. Um, And I've been saying for ages now that I really want to start my own brand. Obviously, I work with other brands all the time, basically Mm. promoting their clothes and whatever. So I'd love to do it for myself. So I definitely think... That's probably the one thing that I really want to get done in my 20s is start my own brand, focus on my career, definitely. Um, and see. One thing I want to see. see be to be honest, like I'm still young. There's so many things I haven't seen yet. I think maybe, obviously, I would love to travel more. We obviously, I went traveling when I was 18 and there were so many places I didn't go that I'd love to go back to. Um, so yeah, generic, very generic. generic. So, so boring. But I'd love to travel more. Yeah. Um, what else would I like to see? Yeah, you'll like, you have to ask be me again at the end of the interview because I need to have a think about that one. The world is a big thing.
0: Taylor, I'm so excited to have you on. Like, finally. Thanks,
1: Thanks for th- having me, Aish. No, thank you for coming on. I'm like buzzing that you're so up to, for doing it as well. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes I need to be more proactive. I actually really enjoy th- doing things like this. Mm. And it's been a while since I've done anything like this, so it's different. Because you want to start a YouTube, don't you? I do. I've probably been saying for over two years now that I've going to start one. I was gonna start one, and no, I am... Um, will. I this know, is like a I good know. starting place. I think for me, like the one thing I find so weird is when I hear my voice back. I think that's my biggest fear about no. starting YouTube because I hear my voice back and I'm like, oh my god, is that actually me? No, no. You, you get over it. You just you stop hearing what it sounds yeah. like. It just
0: becomes one. Um,
1: but yeah, thanks Thank for having you. me. You're definitely gonna um, spur me on. There, <laughs> start it.
0: <laughs> well, I want to speak about all things influencer. Um, because do you ever like just sit back and think like fuck i've got half a million followers oh my
1: god it's that crazy watch what everything i
0: that? do like my stories and everything
1: someone said to me like something about that the other day and they were like imagine if you put all your followers into one room like you don't actually realize how many people that is mm. it's crazy like i just kind of i kind of forget to be honest i kind of just see it as like a number on instagram you actually forget that each one of those each number is like a person those that actually are, follows you it's just crazy yeah, and, like it's different so households <laughs> it's so weird Shit, it just hit me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but So we'll get all the juicy info, um, about what it's like being an influencer, having loads of followers. Um, but if we go back to the beginning, mm-hmm. um, so how do we know each other? Like we actually- oh, We go way back. Wait,
1: like year seven. Yeah, same actually, school. We, you were, I think you were actually one of the first people I made friends no, with in year no, seven. No, genuinely. <laughs> like,
0: was so do you wanna see what I found the other day as well? <laughs> this, this will creep you out. Look at that.
1: Oh <laughs> my god. Sorry. That is the worst picture no, I have ever seen. <laughs> no, and
0: look at this one as well.
1: I mean Thank Lord. God for the glow-up. Oh my god. Why did no one tell me that fringe looked fucking awful? The world
0: doesn't need to see this, but like it's we go cute. way back. It's way We've back definitely confirmed. had a glow up. <laughs> thank no. the Lord. But um yeah, so tell us your route from like school to growing your followers as an influencer? Because didn't you want to do fashion, like, straight up? Yeah, so,
1: I don't know, actually. Everyone always asks this question. I get asked all the time on Instagram, like, how would you become an influencer? That's the question that everyone wants to know. And genuinely, I don't even know how it happened for me. I think I'm not, like, a lot of people have worked really hard to get their following, and they've obviously, like, they post amazing pictures and amazing content. I'd say mine is probably, well, not as much anymore. It's more fashion-based now. But to start with, it was very much just like posting every day-to-day life. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, starting from the beginning, (laughs) we obviously went to Cheadle together, we went to school together. I then left there, I went to boarding school. while I was at boarding school was when my mum obviously started the show, so she started doing Real, Real Housewives, Housewives Share, Yes, we will get we, into that. Yeah, that's that, that <laughs> to come. But um, yeah, I was so skeptical about that at the time, because I was just like, God, we don't know what it's gonna be like. And mm. I think everyone thinks as well, like as soon as Housewives started, that was it. Like my following grew overnight, and then I just became an influencer. Mm. But it actually, it wasn't like that at all. Um, if anything, I'd say, so mum started Housewives when I was obviously still at boarding school. So I was kind of dipping in it like here and there, but mm. not really, not really anything major. Um, so it probably took me, I'd say over a year to build up like my first 10,000 followers. So I got to 10,000 followers and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I've got 10,000 followers. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and like, go. I was just kind of just like posting, like everyone does, like if you go on a night out or you go for dinner with your friends, just mm. like posting pictures. There was absolutely no, like everything on my feed was just basically what I was doing day-to-day life. I wasn't trying to get any like extra content or anything. And then after that I went traveling and I remember, I can't, it must've been a year or two after I went traveling. And I remember going traveling with 60,000 followers. And then I decided in my head that, right, I've got 60,000 followers. I'm gonna be a travel influencer. (laughs) I'm gonna be a travel influencer. I'm gonna post all these really cool pictures of the views and whatever. So I actually, yeah, I started posting more when I went traveling and I probably gained probably another 6,000 followers traveling. Um, And then I came- actually
0: mental. Yeah. You only only went for like-
1: Went for like probably five months. months. Yeah. But even then, like 66,000 followers, like looking back, I felt like at the time I was like, oh my God, this is so many people. It is. But like it's grown so much <laughs> since then. But yeah, so basically when I got back from, I got back from traveling, mm-hmm. I then started university. I went to Istituto Marangoni in London, studying fashion. Say that again. <laughs> Istituto Marangoni. sorry everyone. I is speak that Italian? very fast. Yeah, it's a fashion university yeah. in, um, in Shoreditch in London. So I ended up going there, which I loved. It was so good. But one thing led to another. Um, and my influ- like the influencer side of everything kind of started mm. to pick up. And I started to get my first paid jobs on Instagram. Um, and it got to the point where, because I was living in London, obviously I'd made new friends and stuff, but I didn't really have anyone to take my pictures. Mm. And I was a bit embarrassed. Like, I still find it embarrassing now. Like, asking someone to take pictures for you is like, can be quite, like, Especially, embarrassing.
0: Especially, like, if you've just met these people. Exactly. Exactly. Like, sorry, can you just uh, grab my phone and take I a know, picture I know, it's
1: me? so embarrassing. I was like, I don't want to be that girl that's just drawing, like, really vain, like, yeah. I always <laughs> want people taking pictures for them. So, um, yeah, I kept putting it off, and I was losing work, because I wasn't taking the pictures I was getting paid for, I was getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, in the end, I ended up leaving university, and I was like, you know what, I'll take a year out, yeah. I'll give influencing a girl see where it takes me if nothing comes from it I can go back to uni next year Mm -hmm. if it works out it works out that's great um so yeah kind of from then was when I basically started doing it full-time and I put my all into it and I started actually like growing yeah growing what
0: is mad to me is like you're an influencer but I wouldn't say that you are that arsed as an actual person. Oh my God, that is so funny because everyone like, says this that knows me. Like literally, I remember when you started like growing your followers, I was thinking like, Taylor <laughs> <laughs> probably cares less than me. And that's yeah. was like
1: something to be. To be honest, everyone says this to me. Like this is one thing I will say, what you see on Instagram is not real. Mm. Like I actually am so, like the picture that is probably portrayed of me on Instagram is not me in real life. Yeah, I think I agree. Like, and I actually feel like I should probably do more things on my Instagram yeah. about me and that's why I really wanted to do this today as well yeah. because I feel like my Instagram is like very glamorous and if you know me as a person, it's like all the that, Yeah, it. I am like, it is the biggest chore to like go get my nails done. Like, like
0: sorry, but about yeah. five minutes ago, yeah.
1: you... Ran upstairs to change teacher. So, a bit of background knowledge, everyone. Aisha probably arrived about 10 minutes ago. I sat here in my gym gear. I've now got changed into a nice pretty shirt. Because She's like, wait, wait,
0: wait. You can tell I'm in gym gear right now. Let me put something colourful on. And it's actually in this bright green dress. Oh. But, no, it's all come together. And so, going back to, like, Real Housewives of Cheshire. Mm-hmm. So, that was, like, I think I found it was, like, 2015. Yeah when I did my little online search. So oh my god is that when it was 2015? Yeah. And that would have made us like six, I was in si- sixth
1: I was form. sixth form. Yeah. That must have been yes I must yeah, have went so was you the you born to in the yeah. yeah.
0: So what was it like when the news first broke? Because I remember seeing it on Twitter and obviously everyone we know was just like going wild like what. Yeah I
1: think obviously for me I, if anything, I actually remember being really embarrassed like when the trailer came oh. out <laughs> because I think as well, like no one really knew what to expect and um, especially because like it was a show based on where we live. Mm. So you can, you probably know yourself, like a lot of the people on the show and the places that were being filmed, we kind of like, know. Yeah. yeah. Um, So I remember at the time, as soon as the trailer came out, like everyone, all our friends and everything were like putting things on Twitter, like Quite, there was quite a lot of hate, actually, more than anything. And I was mm. like, oh my God, my mum's on the show. This is going to be so embarrassing. Oh, like, God. I really <laughs> hope this kind of turns out to be a success. Because if it's a flop, yeah. like, it'd be a bit embarrassing. But at the same time, it was, like, such an amazing opportunity. I was kind of excited. So, I don't know. I think I was very sceptical, but kind of just excited. like praying, just yeah. praying
0: it was. So, more excited than nervous. Um, but, yeah, exactly. We'd never had a show round here like that. And as you say, on TV, really. Yeah, no, li- and that you can literally see the places you go mm. like, every weekend on screen. Um So what what's it like filming for it? Because I always think if they're in your house, you just wake up, come downstairs? It's like yeah. a camera crew. You know what,
1: everyone thinks that. And I think now, obviously we filmed Housewives. I look at all shows differently because it's not what you, you expect. See. No, I think a lot of people think the, you wake up in the morning, the camera is literally there at the end of your bed, like ready to film you getting <laughs> out of bed. But also as well, The Real Housewives is more about the housewives. So mm. my mum and the other six, seven women than it is about the families. So we kind of come in and out now and then, but we're not really the focus on the storyline. Yeah. So yeah, it's not what you think it is. You don't roll out of bed in the morning, there's a camera in your face. The scenes are more planned, even though it is reality TV. You, mm. will, you do know before you're going on camera. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're just walking the kitchen. Like, whoa. And like, oh, hey. <laughs> Come around the corner, whoa. We're filming? <laughs> no, it's not like that. But, um, but yeah, you... it's good. It, one thing I will say is it's very long. There's a lot of hours of filming that go into literally one what scene. you see 15 seconds on TV, yeah. which is just... If anything, frustrating, because so many yeah. funny things happen, and it gets cut. cut. That's and what like, I thought yeah. was You can
0: kind of tell that, like, with, like, Love Island and stuff, how much they cut it. But, yeah, we'll get yeah. into that as well. But I um, sit and I'm like,
1: damn, I was so funny, and they didn't put it in. <laughs> <laughs> damn, I really rehearsed that joke for I know. Like five seconds. Did you watch it? To be honest, when it first came out, I used to watch it religiously. Um, more because, like... You'd film something, especially, this sounds really vain, but mm. if I film, I always watch myself no, Like you want to see what you look like. <laughs> exactly. And also, you don't know which bits they're going to put in, how you're going to come across. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, we're what? We're probably on, like, season eight, nine. I don't want to see I'm it? so bad, I don't even know myself. I think it's, like, eight or nine. Um, yeah, so I won't lie. I don't really watch it anymore like I used to. But I still watch it back now and then. And also, obviously, we live around these storylines. So mm-hmm. it's not like I don't know what's going on. It's not like I need to watch it to, to understand what's understand happening. <laughs> to keep up with the Exactly. Part.
0: Well, I, I always thought like, cause you know, the kids of other housewives. Yeah, if that even makes sense. Does it ever get awkward? Or mm. like, where, if your mum's fight, how do you deal
1: with Good that? Good question actually. You know what? So, um, obviously I'm <laughs> friends with a lot of the housewives' children. Um, For example, like Neil and Aaron, Seema's sons, Mm -hmm. um, Gabby, Tanya's daughter. But Mm -hmm. the main one, obviously Fran, Rachel's daughter, is one of my best friends. So the other ones, like, we kind of just like laugh it off, whatever. We don't really even, it never really gets brought up. We're friends separate to the show. Um, With Fran, like, we just have a pact now and we say, if our parents ever fall out, that's fine. Let them do their stuff. Like, we're old enough to be adults about the situation and we don't need to kind of, get involved in that Pulling so that, yeah we just laugh it off now we don't even talk about it it's just like if they you, fall out that's their business exactly
0: that's a good way otherwise i think be. you know
1: what like at the end of the day it is a show and you've got like you've got to remember it's a show yeah and if it gets to the point where it's ruining your actual life then it's and it's not worth it point? so exactly yeah. i don't want to lose any friendships over it so <laughs> it's, it's like, easier you do your thing yeah 100 <laughs> if you want to fall out people don't <laughs> be my guest <laughs> don't, do don't get me involved do not drag me into it so
0: here's an interesting one. Dun, dun, dun. Who's your favourite? Who's my favourite? Obviously by your mum. Who's who, uh, like out of the people that I've been on and off it even.
1: You know what? I think. I don't know. I've got. I, there's so many. I love them all really. There's not. To be fair, you've got
0: relationships with them. Exactly. All before, yeah. Half of them before. Who's a favourite out of someone you didn't know? Before? Someone we
1: didn't know. Oh god, hard one. Um. Someone we didn't know. Hang on, let me have a thing because I've forgotten who the housewives were. There's a picture <laughs> over there on the wall. Can I have a quick look. <laughs> yeah, I'd say out of the housewives that I didn't know, I love Namina, I love Stacey. They're both lovely. Um, yeah, I think I love Seema and Rachel. Obviously, Rachel was like a second <laughs> mum to me growing up. It's not yeah. like I just got to know her off the show. So I don't know. Like some of them are literally like family already. So it's hard to call, but so I don't really hate anyone. So I don't pretty really much all of them exactly you love. <laughs> I don't get involved in the drama. Yeah.
0: No, good, good answer. Um, so, to close off about Real Housewives, is watching your mum get the inevitable hate on top of the love she gets difficult? Do you like see that, and do you like? Y- yeah, that, that is one that's thing, thing I not do you. say, and I
1: think that's why actually I steer away from watching the show a lot more now um, because obviously it is only a show, but. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of moments on the show where mums got really upset or things have happened. And yes, it's a TV show, but it is also real life and it is hard to watch. Um, And everyone has an opinion on everything. Mm That's one thing that is very difficult. I don't go on Twitter ever anymore. I just think Twitter is so negative. No one ever, apart from the odd funny thing that people write, most people go on Twitter just to rant about things that they're not happy about. And Mm -hmm. so I just think Twitter is like the most negative place ever. Um, you don't have Twitter, do you? I do have it, but I don't use it. So mm. yeah, St- steer away from Twitter, I mean, and that helps. <laughs> um, and I just think as well, like one thing I will say is someone can hate you one episode mm-hmm. and then by the time the next week's come out, the next episode, they've completely forgotten what happened the week before. So most of the time... Everything's just fast-paced. Exactly, paced, it moving. lasts for a week and then it's over. So mm. it's not too bad.
0: Millions of people watching Real Housewives of Cheshire meant that it drew a lot of attention to both you and Darby, your sister. So you said you saw a bit of an increase in your followers then, Mm -hmm. but one of my followers actually asked the question, which you can answer, what separates someone with a lot of followers from an influencer? Which I think is a good question. That, yeah, like, that is a
1: good question. Um,
0: basically, what do you do for people that don't know? To be know? honest,
1: I think that's where I, I I, am an influencer, but I'm also kind of a mix between the, the both because obviously nowadays you have a lot of influencers who have come off Love Island, who mm. have come off TOWIE. And I think as well as influencers, they're also kind of TV personalities. Whereas I wouldn't really count myself as a TV personality, even though I have a lot of housewife followers because... I am not, like, a main character, obviously, on the show. Um, but, yeah, I think an influencer is more someone that creates content. So, for example, like, one thing I'm massively focused on on my Instagram is fashion, beauty. Um, but I think it can be a mix of things, really. You have loads of different types of influences. You've got food influences. Mm-hmm. You've got sports influences. Like, it just depends, really. It depends kind of what kind of route you want to go down. Um, it is mainly content-driven, though, isn't it? Like yeah.
0: It is, putting in the work to to show people exactly, what you're yeah. doing.
1: Exactly, 100%. And one thing I will say as well, don't get me wrong, it's not the hardest job on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I literally get up at 7 in the morning and work till midnight Crack every night. Dawn. Exactly. Um, But it's a lot harder than people think. Like, it's not as simple as just taking a picture and then yeah. uploading it in five minutes. So... Yeah, I think especially when you work with brands and stuff, there's, you've got to have like a certain quality of content.
0: Because they're paying you for exactly. it. Exactly,
1: yeah. Well,
0: so how does it go? How does the whole brand thing go? So that's how you make your money as an influencer. To is, is
1: There's a lot of different ways you can make your money through influencing. There's obviously the given, which is brands mm. pay you to promote their products. Yeah. In my case, a lot of the time, it's more clothing um, or beauty products. Um, so that's one way but there's a lot of websites now as well where you can kind of so you'll probably see people put links on their Instagram to different clothing or or like beauty products or whatever and you you basically get a fee for the amount of people so for example you'll make a percentage of the sales that you get from that swipe up by referring someone to say like Pretty little thing or somewhere. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Then or like putting a swipe up link for a lipstick. If yeah. 10 people buy that, you can get basically like a percentage back. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's good actually. It's just brands. A more, yeah, it's a more subtle way of... Yeah. <laughs>
0: swipe up. Swipe up the shop. <laughs> so how does it go if, say I'm a brand, I want to work with you. Yeah. How does that process go from them wanting to work with you to a post being put on your page?
1: So, I actually have someone that looks after my emails now, but originally I just put, I have an email in my bio, which yeah. if brands want to work with me, they just send email. me an email, mm-hmm. um, basically just describing what they want, and then I'll just go back with my price, and then yeah, it's kind of a bit of to and fro, like well in. what about this, and, but I have a manager now, which is actually really good, it really helps me because, I am the most unorganized person no, you will ever meet in your life. Oh, I, I know. know. <laughs> I was literally about to say this. Like, <laughs>
0: how did, are you like your posts? Are you planned? Well, I, try I to highly, be, highly doubt I that know. you are. <laughs> I actually,
1: after this, have to do two posts because they're overdue. Oh, anyway. anyway. Um, no, I think I'm better now. I've got a manager because he does all my emails and stuff. And he'll yeah. just give me a date and say, you have to post on this day. Which definitely helps. When I was left to my own devices... <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'll do it next week. Oh, what about the week after? And <laughs> you know, it's it. literally taken us two months to plan this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know.
0: Um, so then you have a time limit to post for them. Is it normally like a week?
1: It depends, really. It completely varies on like the product. And obviously, a lot of brands will have like sales on. Or for example, mm. if it's like Valentine's Day, they'll want to post for Valentine's Day. It could be the next day. Or sometimes True. it's just... W- one, like Whenever any day agreed. within the month, so it just completely varies, really.
0: And do you have any boundaries for like what you would post? Because obviously, there's thing like diet pills and shit that people that actually like some people haven't looked into, yeah. And then they end up being like really harmful.
1: No, definitely. I think one thing that I majorly focus on now is fashion. Yeah. And I'm quite skeptical about fashion and beauty. Other than that, I'm very, I'm quite skeptical about what I promote, and I also Always make sure if someone wants me to promote a product, for example, I got, um, I got given a, it was like a poor vacuum to try out yeah, a few weeks ago. as always see on Explore. But I genuinely really liked that product, which is why I did the promotion for it. If I had mm. got the product and didn't like it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't promote it. Yeah. So I think there's just a fine line between obviously getting the money for everything you can and kind of promoting anything mm. or actually believing in the products you post and I think a lot of the time it's if you promote everything people kind of see through it and they kind of no one buys the fully. products as much because they know that, that you're just promoting kind of anything that you get just paid rubbish for. yeah so I think you've got to kind of keep a fine line between what you what post you you've post. got to be quite picky yeah so who's your
0: favorite brand that you've worked with
1: my favorite brand oh god there's or someone that you've been like really ex- like
0: buzzing to work with when they've
1: contacted you ah uh, hang on let me have a think my favorite brand i did um, to be honest it depends really like i work with nars a bit which is really nice because yeah. i love i love working with any brand that i really like love the products and i would have bought myself anyway it's yeah. always like a massive honor for me um so nars obviously I did, a, I did loads of work last year for Bondi Sands. Yeah. And they took me on an amazing trip to Dubai, which was amazing. Um, so that's always an honour. Love the trips. I was
0: going to say, who?
1: what's your favourite trip as well? Oh, God, there's been so many. And I think that is one of the biggest like perks of the job, mm. is obviously the influencer trips are just a dream. And I think that's why all girls want to be an influencer. Because yeah. they yeah. see these trips and they're like, oh, my God, that looks amazing. have fun and play. No, it is, it is amazing. We did... Um, the trip to Dubai that me and my sister did for Bondi Sands was really fun. Um, I went to I went skiing this, this, this Christmas, the Wonderspin, um, which was probably one of the funnest trips I've ever been on. It was hilarious. Um, with my friend's brand, Forest Collard, which he's mm. just set up, which is like an influencer's agency. Um, that was an amazing trip. I think this, they're all amazing, really. They're all different. I've done Ibiza a few times. It's just great experiences, really. Mm-hmm. So, and you get paid to be there and no one it's seen as work. So <laughs> it's just um,
0: a bonus. It's a win-win, really. So meeting other influencers there is well, I mean, like, is that where you meet a lot of other influencers on the trips?
1: Um, most of my influencer friends I've either met through events or trips. So. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like influencer meals, or it not necessarily always trips. It might sometimes just be like one night away. Oh, that's another bright. I, I worked with JD a lot last year as well, who I absolutely yeah. love. Like, I literally used to spend so much money on that website. So <laughs> it is such like again an honour to work with them. And um, they took me to like the boxing and uh, the boxing yeah. the fight in London, which was unreal. And um, that was just a really fun weekend, and so I met loads of people there. So you're always kind of at events and stuff you always kind of meet new people and I think you've got to be very open-minded to meeting people especially if you mm. go on your own because sometimes you'll go somewhere and you won't know a single person oh my so God. you've kind of got to just stick like get in there and just kind of be social yeah. all the time definitely I mean when you say
0: influence meals are these like you guys set them up yourselves or it's for it's when brands set them up.
1: No, so brands will organize them. For example, they'll do if they've got like a new launch or like, for example, if it's going into Christmas time, they'll do like an influencer meal, mm-hmm. and they'll invite maybe twenty influencers, um, and mainly the the whole thing is about getting content in either the outfits or basically just creating like a buzz around a new yeah. product or a new launch. So there's loads of different things really. So would you say? That it's bitchy at all? Bitchy. Everyone, every you know what this is. Everyone. <laughs> well, that's where me your this. mind goes because when you've got loads of girls, yeah, that no, l- true. In one place. To be honest, I don't think I've seen. I haven't really seen a bitchy side to it. I think everyone really enjoys their job, and I think there's probably a degree of competitiveness, but mm. I wouldn't say bitchy. I think a lot of the time as well, you'll meet a lot of girls at events. Doesn't necessarily mean they're always your best friends, but everyone's nice to each other and. Yeah, I don't know, because everyone always asks this question, so I'm like, maybe I'm quite oblivious to it. No, maybe it's not. But I think that is
0: just where your mind goes when you see like loads of girls that are all up for the same opportunities, yeah. are all fit. It's competitive, all...
1: definitely, but I think as well, that's the nowadays there's so many influencers because every girl yeah. wants to be an influencer. Um, so it's definitely a lot harder, but I wouldn't say bitchy, I'd say Competitive, yeah, in a good Although way. Although I'm not competitive at all, I, mean, I think that's I mean, my no, problem.
0: No, no. <laughs> you're like, Oh, yeah, you take that. It's okay. I'm like, Oh, you have <laughs> it, it's fine. Who damn, is <laughs> damn, I missed it. Yeah, who is your like favorite person you've met then? Or favorite. who is like someone you've met through the industry that either you're closest to or
1: surprised you? um So I hope she watches this because she's gonna laugh. But Emily Blackwell, so yeah. who's on Made in Chelsea, who's one of my closest friends now, um, we actually met at one of my first ever influencer events in London. Yeah. And we laugh so much to this day because we are literally like chalk and cheese. We're like the most opposite personalities. In what way? It, like, we're just so different. Like, Emily's more reserved when she meets someone. I'll literally go speak to anyone. <laughs> Um, and she's always like, Taylor, you're too nice to people. Like, she just doesn't give a shit about anything, and <laughs> I think that's why I find her so funny, because I'm like, I need to be more like you, girl. Yeah. But, yeah, so probably Emily, and Beth Moore is another good friend of mine. Tunde. like, I've met so many amazing people. I think I've got so many close friends now that I kind of even forget I met them. It's not like an influencer, friend. Yeah, it's just a friend. exactly. Because it's what you do.
0: 100%. So, who takes your pictures,
1: then? Let's get back to your posts. <laughs> And, like, how long does this take you? Oh my God. So, I actually, you know what? When I first started influencing, me yeah. and Darby both lived at home. So, we used to take each other's pictures. It was so mm-hmm. easy. It worked really well because we were obviously both doing the same thing. She does influencing as well. <laughs> um, then, Darby got engaged. She moved out. And I was like, shit, shit. what <laughs> am I going to do now? <laughs> so, you'll laugh, but I actually pay my younger sisters to take my Jeez, pictures. Yeah,
0: that's a. Fucking exclusive. (laughs) I know.
1: Honestly, they're like, Taylor, I'm not doing it for less than five pounds an hour. I'm like, bloody hell, Charlie, you literally, she's 10. How old are they now? And they're getting five pounds an hour to take my pictures. They are 10 and 12. 10 and 12, 11 and 13. Shit, I'm not quite sure. As if. I know they've grown up so quick but yeah I actually pay them to take my pictures I mean Fair. So they take pretty good pictures as well I know they're not bad actually but I was wondering why the <laughs>
0: angle's always towards the floor like, yeah. like <laughs> always
1: like looking up at an angle
0: no that is it that's a good idea
1: um yeah, that's probably why it takes me longer though. Aston, bless her, is so small. She literally can't even keep the <laughs> she can't keep the, stam- the the she can't keep the camera still for more than literally five seconds. Her hand starts shaking. shaking, and she's like, "Taylor, it hurts <laughs> now. My arms are aching." I'm like, "Oh my god!" So it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and like your captions.
1: Oh my God, I mean, don't get me started on <laughs> captions. I am the worst. Do you know
0: what? I try to look for like your cringiest one to take the piss out of you. And you're, <laughs> they're actually not. Like <laughs> the so only funny. one I found recently is like, <laughs> people only throw shade at things that shine. Yeah. And I was
1: like, to be fair, that's not even cringe. Like I think that was like a dig at someone. I can't remember <laughs> now. <laughs> I try not to be that person that like makes digs through my Instagram captions. Or like you know when song someone lyrics. pisses you off mm. and I'm like, please. No. Take my caption. Yeah. But no, a lot of my literally a lot of my captions are song lyrics cuz I do um, Google them. Uh, no then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually steal yeah. a lot of people's captions. I'll see a caption and I'm like, oh, oh, I like that caption. Like a screenshot. Yeah, so I like change a few words and I'm like I'll steal it. <laughs> <laughs> change a few words. Yeah. So. <laughs> um and do you look at like
0: your insights and stuff
1: um yes i do do. you work on them to be honest that is the one thing i find so difficult about being an influencer because it's quite unpredictable at times and like the algorithm is always changing Mm. so i will take for example one day i'll take a really shit picture and i'll think oh god i'm not gonna upload that like it's not good enough quality or i don't know i'll overthink it and i'll upload it and Mm it'll end up being like one of my most liked pictures. And then another day I'll take two hours trying to get the right picture. I'll be so proud of it. And I'm like, wow, this looks like something that's like being professionally oh, taken. And honestly, it'll get literally no likes. Mm. So it is, it, there is a fine line actually, because you can get quite obsessed with it. But, um, yeah, I, I do. I'm always looking at my, like, obviously my insights to see what people yeah. like, like see which pictures perform the best. Um, tweet my Instagram depending on that on how much how many likes and yeah, interactions and stuff. exactly but it is it's so unpredictable one thing i will say is people love it when for example obviously because i have a lot of housewives fans on there they love when we post like family content with my mum or with my sisters mm. that always goes on really well um but yeah it's so unpredictable you just you just don't know really mm. i'm still trying new things all the time i've just started doing some like Makeup videos which have gone down the I know, I well. watched them and I was like, yes. Yeah, I'm I gonna tried. try and do more of that actually. I think I'm just really lazy sometimes <laughs> and like the video editing <laughs> is so long. That's yeah. why I've not started my YouTube either. But yeah, I definitely want to get more into like doing like tutorials and stuff. It will, it's, it's coming. Even though I do not claim to be a makeup artist, just putting that yeah. out I know, you have to claim that all. Just people come for you. Like I know. I'm like, this is just shit. how I do it. I am not a <laughs> professional. Please don't come at me. <laughs>
0: Well, on this podcast, we like to be nosy. Oh no. And by all means tell me, just shut up. But actually, no, it's not even like an invasive question. I would say like we just like to know how lucrative some jobs are.
1: Lucrative. How much <laughs>
0: how
1: much money? Sorry, what does <laughs> that mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes then. Like, just like how well things pay. Um, but, like, you don't have to say, obviously, a figure, but what region is your highest post that you've ever been paid for?
1: God, I think it it varies massively. And if anything, I'd say, used to be a lot more high-paid than it is now. I think, mm. obviously, there's a lot more influences these days. So people, brands don't need to pay as much as they used to. Because, because there's so many. Exactly. saturated. Like, it is a, it, it's a shame, really. Obviously not because, listen, like, I think everyone should be an influencer if that's what they want to do. But obviously, money-wise, when they when I obviously first started influencing, there's a lot less influencers. You used to get paid a lot higher than you do now. But I think the the main margin that brands go for is I think it's a hundred pounds per follow per hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that could be everyone do your math. that could be wrong. <laughs> but, so I think it depends really. Like I always charge higher for. I probably shouldn't say this in the podcast, but anyway, here we go. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I probably charge more for posts that obviously, it's, for example, like a product that I like, but I'm not mm. like overly obsessed with, where if it's like a brand that I love and I really want to work with them, I'm always yeah, happier to do it at, at a lower fee. Yeah. Um, well, that makes, that makes sense. I don't know. You can go from anything from over a thousand pound a post to mm. sometimes like 300 pounds a post. That's just for me personally. Um, so do you think it's like
0: do you even have track of like your money as in
1: monthly? Do you, is your pay like pretty unpredictable? Oh my God, that is the one thing that I find so difficult about being an influencer is one month you'll be bawling, and you'll be <laughs> like, Oh my god, like this I never made it. Yeah, I'm retiring at <laughs> twenty-five. And then the next month you'll be like, Shit, this is not as good as last month. Mm. And I think also it's very Depending on time of year, I always find I make a lot more money over summer than I do yeah. in the winter. I don't know if that's just me and the kind of content I post. Every influence is different again. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Maybe people just don't like how I dress in autumn. <laughs> <Like, laughs> just take your clothes they off. They don't like my clothes, Basically. they don't like, <laughs> <laughs> like what I wear in winter.
0: Okay, well, I, I'll take that answer. Mm. I think that's a good answer. So, on to Love Island. Love Island. Love Island. <laughs> because you're, you're about to go on it, weren't you? So what happened? So, Love Island. Mate, I, I was getting ready every I week. I like, Mate's going in.
1: No. I got so many, literally, the amount of DMs and stuff I got. Obviously, it got leaked to the press. Mm. So everyone kind of found out that I'd auditioned for the show. Um, yeah, I think at the time, it was not long after I'd left university. And I was kind of just starting to do the influencer thing. And it seemed like an amazing opportunity. Um, so... Yeah, I, I went for a few interviews, mm. and I was all ready to go, really. I had, like, pretty much my bags packed, but I think at the time as well, the show was kind of just, like, the year before I interviewed, it had just gone massive, and yeah. it was very, like, overwhelming at the time, and I was so, everyone was saying to me, like, Taylor, this is such an amazing opportunity, like, you have to take it, you'd be so stupid to turn it down, but at the same time, I had my own stuff going on, and I was a bit like, oh, God, is this definitely for me? Um, I um and aard about it for ages and I think in the end I don't know I got so stressed about it and I was so like worried like also as well with housewives obviously I've done tv before but yeah. it's not housewives is not the same as being in a villa for three months straight with the cameras I can imagine that literally is you wake up in the morning and someone's filming yeah, you. yeah legit um whereas housewives is not like that at all so I think in my head I just wasn't prepared for what could have happened so in the end yeah I ended up giving it a miss which I don't know. Sometimes so I look it was back you, and think. You like pulled out. Yeah, it was a bit of both, really. I think they wanted me to go on later on in the show. I didn't. And I think the more time I spent waiting at home, the more worried yeah. I got that it wasn't for me. And I think if I'd have just been sent in at the beginning, yeah. I wouldn't have had any time to think about it. And I would have been there and I'd have been like, shit, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to just get my head around it now. Whereas I think the more time I spent at home thinking about it, I just decided it wasn't for me and in the end, I just messaged the producers and said, I think I'm gonna give it a miss, maybe next year. Um, Yeah, and to be fair, they did actually contact me the next year and we spoke about it again. And I think by that point, the ship had kind of sailed and I was like, I had other stuff going on um, and there was other things I wanted to do. And I think looking back, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And um, even though it would have been an amazing opportunity and I'm not for one second saying that I wouldn't have like loved the experience. I think everything happened for a reason and there's probably a reason I didn't end up doing it, so.
0: If you had a gut
1: feeling, then it's probably right. But were you watching it? Were you like watching it? Yeah, well that's That's, I think that's what (laughs) freaked me out. That's where where I went wrong. So the show started and I was due to go on later on in the series. And I think the more I started watching it, um, the year as well that I was due to go in, the producers were messaging me like, who do you fancy like who takes your eye on the show and I literally in my head I was like no one I don't fancy any of the boys on there so maybe this just isn't for me and also I am one of those people if like if a guy like if I have to try and fake it I can't like it's Mm -hmm. literally written on my face (laughs) so I was like god I'm gonna go on there and make a fool out of myself because someone's literally gonna touch my arm and I'm gonna (laughs) get off me like he's clinging yeah no (laughs) I was like it's not for me sorry Maybe if someone had been on, someone had been on there and like really, actually wanted yeah, to meet, that I really fancied, then it would have been a different story, but there just wasn't mm. really. And I think maybe that there was a reason for that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a massive believer in like everything happens for a reason. So mm. did you, so did you yeah. ever have interviews or not? Yeah, I did.
0: I did all the interviews. Oh, did you? Yeah, so did it was the the like
1: And then was <laughs> I, like, oh, no, not for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, the time wasn't right. Um, But would you have worried about the hate? Like, did you ever think, like, if you go on Love Island, like, I always say it'd be sick, but the trolls after that are just uncontrollable.
1: I think also, like, how big that show is, like, nowadays, you're literally your whole life after is, like, literally under a telescope. Everyone's watching your every move. And I think... In a way, Housewives does kind of prepare you for something like that because obviously I get a small insight into mm. obviously like a bit of hate and what it can be like, but nothing on that scale. And I think, yeah, that's just a whole other level. I think so. I don't know really. I think I personally, I think I'm quite a strong person. I think like I never really get offended when people write like nasty comments on my pictures or anything, it doesn't bother me. But I think it also must be a lot of pressure when literally the whole world is watching what you're doing, so. Mm. I don't know, Is my maybe final maybe answer. <laughs> 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 well, talking about like
0: being in the spotlight, I've just got a few questions about Instagram and like being in the spotlight, like I just said. So you just said you're quite strong and like you don't really, the comments on your Instagram don't really get yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Do you ever respond to them though? Um, because surely there's some days something I pops up on your phone and you're just jet. like piss off. Oh my God. So I many times. Field I think
1: I literally do have to bite my tongue sometimes and <laughs> so many things. And I think I would literally love to like put a really nasty comment back. But mm. at the end of the day, I think a lot of the people that comment, hate on your photos, 90% of the time it's off a fake account and mm-hmm. they do it because they want a response. So I think if you respond, you're kind of giving them what they want in a way. So that's kind of what stops me. Um, But have I ever responded? There was one guy who was like constantly commenting on my pictures over Christmas, (laughs) being like, why are you not doing charity work? Uh, You're out there enjoying yourself with your family while other people are really struggling, like you should be doing charity work. And I think I responded to that one because I was like, hang on a second, like we do so much for charity that you don't Mm. see don't sit there and give me hate just because I'm having a nice day on Christmas day with my family. Like, yeah, how dare you? So I think I, yeah, I think I went fully <laughs> in on that guy. But apart from that, <laughs> normally I just ignore it. Yeah, That's like my mum always says to me as well. She's like, whatever you do, do not respond because you just then you Look create, like the bad guy exactly. Guy as well. And you create, then you open a can of worms and it only gets worse, so mm-hmm.
0: it's not worth it. So do you read, well, we already know, you don't read tweets. Do you read articles? yourself
1: um uh, i read the article but never ever ever do i press on the daily mail comments because that is like number one like the feeding ground for trolls yeah i don't think i've ever ever seen anything nice wrote on the daily mail so no absolutely stay away from that to be honest i'm i'm one of those people as well like what you don't know can't hurt you Mm -hmm. so i'd rather just not read it personally
0: I don't think I'd have the willpower to be honest. But well that's
1: the thing. Sometimes I am like, oh I wonder what people are saying. But <laughs> no. But then again.
0: <clears throat> so do you ever get sick of Instagram? Like because I don't know if you saw it. Do you know there's a girl called like Imagin Imagination?
1: Oh Imagination. Yeah, imagination. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I but mean. I saw like Holly Hagen repost something on Twitter. Like the video she did about it was like a real life her recording herself throughout a week of not using social media, mm. but she was having like so many panic attacks because of the hate she was getting like really? it was horrible, it was oh horrible God. um but I was like wondering does do you ever think net Instagram ever negatively
1: affects like your mental health in any way um I think. There's a fine line with Instagram, and I think you definitely have to be careful that you're not spending your whole life on Instagram. Like, I do get told that a lot. A lot of people Mm. say to me, like, Tilly, always on Instagram, blah, 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 and you get so sucked into it, and kind of watching what everyone else does, and I think in that sense, it can have a really negative effect on, obviously, your mental health, when Mm. you're constantly looking at what other people do, but I think as well, because I know, me personally, I know how different I am in person to what I I am on Instagram, if you know what I mean. I know that, like, so much of my life is not on Instagram. And everything you see on Instagram is probably less than 1% of what really goes on. So I do do remember that when I'm looking at other people's stuff. And I think that kind of keeps me sane. Mm. Because I'm like, hang on a sec. You see all the good things, but you don't actually see, like the days where people are just sat at home doing nothing in their pajamas like yeah. not everyone's up at 7am like being really productive and sometimes you can be so hard on yourself because mm. you see everyone else like doing so much and you're like shit why am I not doing that whereas like actually like I say I be. know because of how I am it is literally like less than 1% of mm-hmm. like people's lives that you see on Instagram exactly all that good productive
0: content could be mm. filmed in literally a day 100%. and then sometimes, the rest of the week they're doing nothing. exactly
1: sometimes i do like a whole day and I'll get all my pictures for like literally three weeks in one day Then <laughs> it looks like I'm doing all these amazing yeah, things and like so post like, this like yeah. three days later just chilling but no they're literally just like me all in one day in literally 15 different outfits so <laughs> good for you I
0: mean I could literally never do this but uh, do you ever feel pressure to like not that you need to at all but like pressure to lose weight if you notice you've put on a few pounds or like pressure to change
1: yourself
0: and like
1: um yeah I know what you're saying I think yes I would actually say yes because I think when you're constantly like especially me because I've met so many influencers like through obviously through being an influencer so probably 80% not 80% actually 50% of the people I follow on Instagram are influencers and when you're constantly scrolling down Instagram and you just see like so many pictures of these like beautiful girls and like, these perfect images, I think it can have a massive effect on yourself. And Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, God. And I think as an influencer as well, you're caught, like, every time you put a picture, you're so, like, put on a picture, you're so critical about it. Like, I'll take a picture. I'll take 10 pictures, and, like, a friend of mine who'll be taking the picture will be like, oh, all 10 of them are nice. And I'll be like, oh, my God, no, I absolutely hate them. And they're like, they obviously don't see what I see. But I think when you're constantly trying to take nice images all the time, like, it does like have an effect on you and you think, oh God, maybe I need to change this. I need to lose weight. Definitely. But I think as well, one thing that I've definitely noticed more in the last few years, if not last year, is there's a lot more people are now using their platforms to kind of promote the other side of reality, basically like that not everything's perfect and they're kind of drawing more of a light on that, which I think is amazing. And I definitely need to do more of myself Um, because I think that kind of brings everyone back to reality and it makes you realize, hang on a sec, all these pictures you see on Instagram aren't like, as, as perfect in real life. Don't as believe you everything see. you exactly.
0: see, literally. But do you think that it has ever... Like, for example, I know a lot of people will be sitting at home thinking,
1: what has she had done? Mm. Do you get that a lot? Yeah, and genuinely, I've had my lips done and my boobs done, and that's it, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my God, you've had so much surgery. And I get pictures, I get comments all the time on my pictures like, Oh, you've had too much filler in your face. And I'm like, listen, no, hon, I don't I've been in lockdown for three months. I've put weight <laughs> on. It's not filler.
0: <laughs> I don't think you look I think you look like you've had your jaw done. Everyone says but that. But I always remember like your jaw has always been like I know, that. I've had quite a good jaw. It's just very like defined.
1: It. But no, I've never had jaw filler, although everyone seems to think I have. That is like, I think that's probably the main one I always get on my pictures. Yeah. Like, you've had too much filler, you've you've got loads of jaw filler. And I'm like, oh my God, I actually don't. No, (laughs) I actually don't. I actually don't. Do
0: you think your lips and your boobs, was that like completely just because that's something you've always wanted to get done?
1: Yeah, I think I posted a picture on my wall after I had my boobs done, basically about the reasons I had mine done. And I think for me... It was a massive confidence thing, and I thought about it for ages. It was something I kind of went back and forth with over a year, and for me, personally, it gave me a lot more confidence after having them done. It wasn't just for like an appearance thing. It wasn't just like a vanity um, reason, but my lips, mm, I don't know really. I think, if anything, I I don't think I'd get any more lip fillers anytime soon because I think lips is kind of a phase that's kind of been done now. I don't know, I <laughs> think Big Lips was kind of in, out of it. like Kylie Jenner, everyone wants to look like Kylie, Kylie Jenner and have the lips done, but I don't know. I think more natural is kind of in at the moment. And I think, I love my lips, don't get me wrong, but I don't think I'd be in any rush to get more for that.
0: Yeah. Good, you do not need it. Thanks girl. So what do you use to edit your photos?
1: What do I use to edit my photos? Um, so give us the girl by the way every single girl on instagram edits their photos and i'm not going to sit here and be like i don't edit my photos of course because i don't know any influencer that does not and i think you have to be so honest about that because i would hate for people to look at my pictures and be like oh my god they just took that in the garden and it came out like that because it didn't Mm -hmm. um i use i use facetune for obviously like smoothing kind of your skin or whatever. Mm. And obviously there's like a detailing on there, which basically makes your quitch, blah, 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 your picture quality a lot better. Um, I use that. I use Lightroom, which it's like you can play with all the light on there. You can make, I don't know, you can make the sea bluer if you want to make <laughs> the sea bluer. So <laughs> you can't always believe what you see on Instagram. So yeah, I definitely do edit my pictures, but I think there's also a fine line to how much you edit yeah. them.
0: Do you think the fine line is more say like changing your, what your body looks yeah. like and like elements of your face, like what yeah, your features definitely. actually look I like. I think,
1: yeah, I think you have to be careful that you don't obviously go overboard with stuff like that because I think that is a massive thing that affects people's mental health as well. Mm. And I think obviously, like you said, like looking at people on Instagram thinking you need to change things. If you're constantly editing things about yourself, you're gonna start hating what you really do have in real life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot. yeah. So I think that is a massive thing.
0: Well, I think they were going to put, like, this talks of having to, like, disclose that you've done that.
1: Yeah. I think, you <laughs> know what? I, I think that's such a good idea because I would never sit here and say, like, oh, I don't edit my pictures or yeah. whatever. But I think some people actually, like, they don't realise that. A lot of girls kind of go on Instagram and they just think, like, that everything's real like, life. Wow, and it's like, not. Yeah. And what would you think of
0: Instagram... Taking the likes away because I've heard they're going to do this for ages now, but I don't know if it's gonna. um,
1: How would that affect you? I did an interview on this morning about this actually, so I've I've actually spoke about this a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I definitely see there's like two sides of it from an influencers perspective. I think likes are really important because you can it kind of gives you an indication on like a lot of things like what kind of pictures people like, what kind of pictures they don't like. Mm-hmm. But I think also as well, I think one of the massive things about likes, I obviously understand the other side of the argument where they say like, for obviously for people's mental health, like they don't want to compare themselves. I get that. But also my view on it is there's always going to be people in life who mm-hmm. have got more than you. There's going to be people with more money. There's going to be people, I don't know, in other people's eyes more beautiful or or whatever, like, no one's equal, unfortunately, in this world, and yeah. I think, even though, yeah, I get a lot of likes on Instagram, but me as well, there's going to be people that get more likes than me, so I think that's kind of just life, you know, and I think, as long as you kind of don't get obsessed with it, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, that's so funny
0: that you have just said that, because I, like, literally, I always say, there's always someone above you, and always someone, in quote marks, below you, Yeah. so, what is right and what isn't right like i think we have to learn how to deal with it more than the likes being the issue because if the likes are an issue for the majority i think that's the problem yeah
1: 100 percent. i agree i think like you said the biggest thing is kind of being if you're going to have instagram being in a stable place and not judging the amount of likes you get against what other people get because mm -hmm. like i said if you're constantly chasing more likes or more engagement on your Instagram, you're never going to be happy because there's always going to be someone else that's got more. That's got more.
0: Well, finishing off about Instagram, Mm -hmm.
1: what is the craziest DM you've ever got? Craziest DM? Oh my God, there's been loads. I got invited, actually a few weeks ago, not recently, I got invited to, someone invited me to a party in Monte Carlo. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, Um, I'm all right, thanks.
0: Yeah, I literally watched something about
1: Monica the other day and, Okay, I mean, how do people even place? Place? live there? Like, oh it's my god, crazy! Ridiculous. I've only been once. I didn't actually go into Santa monaco but yeah, I got invited to a party there. I was what? like, oh, thanks for the invite, but uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Corona. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> know you
0: for one. And who who's the most like a
1: famous person to oh. slide into your DMs? <laughs> hey, everyone. I did another interview, and someone asked me this. I don't know. To be fair, I actually don't know. My DMs actually are, are quite boring. I'm in a relationship now, so no one really DMs me anymore. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. <laughs> I probably what, do know, what, but what, I don't think what, I'm going to say that. <laughs> what field are these I'm people I'm not in? about to out anyone on your <laughs> podcast, Aisha. Okay, I tried.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> um, so, okay, finishing off, like, about your platform as a whole, what would you actually no let's ask this first so you know you said that that guy messaged you about not doing charity work or whatever Mm -hmm. what is your view on like do you think you should you have to use your platform for good and like speaking out about things or do you think that things can be separated from social media and not everything needs to be
1: put on social media that's a bit of a hard question but i know what you're saying i think for me that is something i definitely want to do more of because i think there's so many having a platform that kind of comes a responsibility with having a platform and i think you should use it to do good if where you can Mm -hmm. um and definitely like shine light on matters that obviously like for example like i i post a lot of obviously like how do i say this i post a lot of i get a lot of dms about for example, like families who they're trying to raise money for a child that's got cancer, or I always put stuff like that on my story, trying to help people where I can. But I think for me, something I don't do enough is kind of speak about matters that could, like should be spoke about. Mm-hmm. For example, at the moment, I know there's a massive, obviously, all the stuff going on with like Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to obviously promote that more because I think it's so important. Um, but yeah, I think. Obviously, if you're using it for good things, then definitely. But I'm not one for using my platform for kind of negativity or... I don't know, obviously. Like, I think there's a lot of things that are, like, very two-sided. But definitely where you can, I think it's good to use your platform to help. Yeah. If that's what your question was. It was. I don't even know what (laughs) my question was.
0: was. Yeah, but you have answered it. And what would you say the main pros and cons are about your
1: job then? The main pros and cons, I think the massive pro is, obviously, I've been able to travel loads. I've been given loads of, like, experiences, opportunities, doing things I probably wouldn't have done before I was an influencer. Um, That is definitely, like, the biggest perk is the trips, definitely. Um, I think the cons, um, one of the main cons, definitely, obviously, it's not it's so different from month to month like there's no guarantee it's, it's the same with anyone I suppose that works themselves mm. um, and also obviously a massive con can be sometimes for me kind of where to draw the line between like Instagram is just a job and mm-hmm. ha- obviously having a life in real life as well like not getting over obsessed with it because I think sometimes in the past I have Whereas now I'm actually the opposite. <laughs> I'm not obsessed but enough. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that is a massive con as well of being an influencer because sometimes, obviously, when you're not just working a nine to five job, it's hard mm. to switch off because you're constantly wanting to get like new content, like better yourself. And I agree. it's yeah, hard sometimes just creative. to switch off. And yeah, it can literally send you crazy. So
0: that's the biggest con probably. But what so what would you do if Instagram ended tomorrow? Cry
1: no No, i definitely would not (laughs) go bankrupt and cry no i wouldn't um i don't know really because for me like i said i never actually an influencer was never something that i went out of my way to kind of it was never a career that i literally like set my eyes on i thought that's what i really want to do i kind of Mm -hmm. fell into it um so i think i'm always looking for new opportunities anyway so i think. Obviously, I, it would be a shame if Instagram just disappeared tomorrow. But I think there is so many other things I want to do, regardless, mm-hmm. like, other than Instagram. So um, I definitely focus on my fashion, wh- like, whether it was, like, starting my own brand or kind of going back working for someone else. I worked, oh, I've worked, i worked on and off for the last two years for Lavish Alice, doing design, which I've mm-hmm. loved. Um, I'd definitely get back into that. So, yeah, to be honest, I don't think for me it would be the be-all, end-all, because...
0: Probably be a bit of a relief. Yeah, I I think (laughs) just like now, time to move on.
1: Exactly. I think also, I always say to people, I'm not going to be an influencer when I'm 45. Like like there is, yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's not a forever job, so Mm. I think it would definitely open me up to start something new, which I don't think would be a bad thing. But I don't know. I wonder how long the influencing will go on for. Like I know, I know. When do I get to an age when I think I'm too old for this now?
0: I mean, it depends how long social media lasts for. I mean, Mm. I mean, it's gonna last, but like the buzz there will definitely be a new we'll big see. thing. Ooh. TikTok maybe, know.
1: who knows? Oh, I fucking
0: hate TikTok. But anyway. Same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, for anyone asking, I have one TikTok on my <laughs> channel and it's awful. <laughs> Let's not
0: go and watch that.
1: Um, so to finish
0: off, I ask everyone that comes on, do you want to plug anything
1: or leave a lasting sentiment? Um, mm, let me have a think. For me, main thing would everyone watch out for my YouTube because I am setting that up Because it's coming so let's put my youtube that's not actually set up yet um yeah i think that's my next thing really nothing else that's all i mean anything Thank for you, you aisha
0: like, oh for me it's been nice Don't to catch put up me on the spot. I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> If anything, no, it's actually been nice to catch no, up because we've genuinely. not seen each other in so long and it's good to have a little chat sometimes. I know, and I've literally I've enjoyed it. sat around your table. I've not been here in yonks, so... I know, it's like a big fat throwback.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming thanks on. Thanks for like, having me.
1: You actually really could be. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get you back on again. Yeah, do. You can get me back on once I've started my YouTube. Yeah, I know. That's the and we can, thing, guys. We could do like a quick fire questions or Ooh. something. That'd be funny. Uh,
0: yeah, excellent. So watch out for her YouTube and um, yeah thank you so much thanks